When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everyone, I'm Oscar, and this episode is called Trap or Grab, but what does that mean exactly? I will discuss 5 players who scored points in game week 5 to see if they are either the real deal and we should grab them, or if their performance was a trap to lure people into buying them and we should actually avoid them. First up we have Watford's Ismael Azar. If we take a look at Dusra's Deadly Assassins and sort on the whole season, Sar is second on the list for shots on target, he's eighth for shots inside the box, his goal conversion rate of 23.1 is good and his shot accuracy is very high. These stats are heavily influenced by this last game week, but he has proven that he can be explosive versus the weaker teams at least and his fixtures are great. So stats are great and also he passes the eye test because he's in the final third in every attack. He's there on the rebounds, he's on penalties, he's a bit of a talisman. Verdict? Grab. I think he should be one of the higher priority players to buy, especially considering other players in that price bracket aren't really performing that well. For instance, I'd be looking to downgrade either Torres or Greenwood to Sar. If you own Jota, I think downgrading to Sar is a good move too, but it can certainly wait one game week. By the way, if you want to look up a player stats like I just did, then you'll need to become a Fantasy Football Scouts member. Link is in the video description below and you can decide to sign up for a month or the whole season. Next up, I'll be talking about both Alan Sant, Maximan and Ivan Tony, and we'll be using the comparison table in the members area to see who is the better asset. I have put Saint Maximan to the left and Tony to the right and as you can see they are scoring very similarly on all these metrics that are related to goal threat. Tony has had a pen awarded to him but he's still behind Saint Maximan on FPL points. Tony is also a greater threat in the air which the three headed goal attempts versus zero indicates in case you didn't know about that difference in their playing styles. Apart from the goal threat table, ASM has higher expected assists and you just have to watch a game with him really to see how good he is at creating opportunities out of thin air. ASM has been performing well for someone in that price bracket. He has scored four more points than Tony and the price difference is now 0.4 between them. San Maximan's fixtures are better than Tony's and it's easy to downgrade to Tony or Pookie in a couple of weeks time. Tony is playing a little bit too deep for a fantasy manager's liking, but also it's just a terrible fixture run that he has ahead of him. All in all, despite a solid performance last week, I think that Tony is not someone to buy at the moment and therefore I'll have to label him as a trap. With that said, he's a reasonable player to hold if you already own him, but you shouldn't expect much more than one return from him in the next four fixtures. Regarding San Maximan, I'm going to say that he is a grab. He's always been injury prone and a rotation risk it seems, but not this season. He's been involved in four of their six goals this season. His fixtures are good and his importance to Newcastle is even greater now that Wilson isn't on the pitch. Let's talk about Marcos Alonso. He's now the highest scoring defender in the game. A little bit thanks to the fact that Alexander Arnold missed the last game. But Alonso has just missed 5 minutes this season. If we were completely sure that he would be nailed, he would be in every fantasy manager's team. As we see on the public stats table, Dusra's wingback wonders and sorted on all season. 
Alonso has had the most shots inside the box and the most goal attempts of any defender. He had a shot cleared of the line last game too. He's had an amazing start to the season both in terms of FPL points and in terms of underlying stats. Despite all of that, we need to consider the fact that Tuchel loves to rotate fullbacks and that it's not a question if but rather when that rotation will start. I do get the appeal and Alonso could still have a few game weeks left as the first choice starting left wing back. But considering the way Chilwell played in the Champions League final and in general by the end of the last season he's not going to be on the bench forever. Due to all of this rotation worry it means that I have to mark Alonso as a trap. Since Chelsea plays Manchester City now you can afford to hold on to that transfer for a week before you decide on which Chelsea defender to bring in. If you still want Alonso by that time I suggest to consider a team structure with a stronger bench than normal because this Tuchel rotation of fullbacks is on par with the Pep roulette. If Alonso gets benched one game week, it's not the end of the world and your first sub will need to step up. But if Alonso has just one bad game and he starts missing more than one game in a row, then he's becoming a priority transfer out. And I think you should be prepared mentally and strategically for that to happen because it is a likely scenario. It seems like it's the same story every season where Alonso plays at his best and is a must-have but just right after that he starts playing worse and starts getting rotated last guy on my list is vardy he is the second highest scoring forward he is the talisman of leicester and he is on penalties he's owned by just over 11 percent of managers so let's consider that a differential in his only really easy fixture this season he scored 12 points otherwise fixtures has been mixed and the next two fixtures are about as good as they get Burnley is rarely good when they play away and Crystal Palace is not very good defensively either. He is in an awkward price bracket but I wanted to mention him because it seems like no one else does. Everyone knows that Vardy will likely not be able to keep up with the likes of Lukaku and Ronaldo. So there's no point in comparing those with Vardy. Instead I have included Vardy with a table of Jimenez and Bamford to see if Vardy justifies his higher price versus them. On the surface, they seem quite evenly matched. Jimenez is the better creator, while the other two gets better goal-scoring chances. But the main thing to me is that Vardy is a quality finisher. Six of his ten shots inside the box have landed on target, while the other guys are much worse at hitting the target, never mind converting their chances. This might not be enough to convince you to pay two and a half of three million extra when he's posting the same numbers as these guys and there's also a lot of other interesting assets but versus these guys i would certainly pick vardy ahead of those and also one last table here shows the three-way comparison to show the difference in shot ability slash accuracy between vardy and the other two guys that's all for this week if you have any questions let me know in the comment section below and good luck this game week